people of the universe, and this is your host Shay, and welcome to Down in Life with Shay Butter. Our first episode will be about me introducing myself and the podcast topic, so let's get to it. I'm 27, I was born and raised in Reesville, North Carolina, according to my mailing address, but I was definitely, I'm definitely from Yanceville, also known as Yanktown or Caswell County, country girl at heart. Um, I joined the Army in 2015, so I've been in for six long-ass years, and your girl is ready to go. Like, why Why I can't quit? Like, I really want to quit. I really want to know why I can't quit. But, I mean, technically, I would rather, you know, not quit and just do my time than go to jail for being considered AWOL. My military people know what that is about. I have a fur child, and her name is Coco, and she definitely plucks my nerves. She is a long-haired chihuahua, so chihuahuas are known for biting people's ankles. However, no, she does bite my ankles, too, so I can't even say into there and lie. Like, she does bite my ankles, and that shit does hurt. But anyway, she is definitely my child. Um, So... Basically, my podcast or talks will consist of relationships, healing, trauma, my life experiences, girl talks, you know, the good stuff. I'll even have a few guests to chime in on our talks. And I'm going to be real with y'all and let y'all know now I'm a Pisces. So I tend to live in a fantasy world and I get hit with reality quite often. I feel like everybody does, but I feel like Pisces really get hit with reality like a little bit harder. But I started, I decided to start my podcast because I had so many ideas and topics to, to discuss with y'all. And I want to know what y'all think. Like, so why not? Anyway, so going back to why I joined the Army or life before the Army, I should say. Life before the Army for me was probably, it wasn't the worst, but it wasn't the best either. It was... I don't know. I can't even put the word for it, to be honest. But pretty much, you know, my parents got divorced when I was 18. Pretty much a big disaster. Very much so. Um, I was going to college. I was going to NCCU, which is North Carolina Central in Durham. Um, shout out to Callie Webby, Trina, and Leah, and Terrence. If y'all are listening, I love y'all. Wish we could, you know, plan an event together where we could see each other. But, you know, life, life, period. That's all I say, period, life. But I left NCCU after my first semester. Um, I was a real-life schoolgirl, y'all. Like, I really, I didn't go to any pre-dons. I didn't go to any parties. I was scared to even go to the cafeteria by myself. Aaliyah will tell y'all if y'all ever get to talk to her on my podcast or if she ever tunes in to my podcast. She would tell y'all that I was literally scared to go to the cafeteria by myself. Anxiety, high as fuck in college. Like, literally, high as fuck. But anyway, um, yeah, I was in North Carolina Central for a year. Um, That wasn't really bad, but again, like, I really didn't go anywhere. I really didn't do anything. Like, I really just focused on my studies, made good grades, and... I was just like, yeah, this is hot for me because I'm too far away from home. So after my year, I ended up coming back home to live with my mom. Um, by that time, my parents had pretty much split. And 
my mom was living in um, the house that I grew up in. And my mama was doing her hot girl shit. So, you know, she was doing her own thing. Like, she was like, if if anybody could be seen fuck them kids, it was my mama at that point in her life. And I respect it because my mama did have me when she was 16. So I understand now. I didn't understand at the time because I was just like, wow, like, you just going to leave me in the house by myself. But, girl, I was literally about to be 20. Like, and I'm just like, my mama leaving me. Like, she leaving me. But anyway moved into the house or i stayed in the house rather and my mom moved out and me and my cousin shout out the chinks we moved into the house that i grew up in and one day you know chicks was like oh i got this dude that you should talk to and his name is we gonna name him jail jail me that's what we gonna name him y'all we gonna name him name him jail me so, boom, she was like, ooh, you should talk to him. Like, boom, this is what he looked like, you know. So, me being me, I'm like, damn, he fine. Like, he got dreads, pretty eyes. Like, oh, my God. Like, that's me. Mind you, I didn't really know that this person was in jail at first. Because that's not what she started off with, right? Like, you don't, you never start off with the bad news first. It's always like. Boom, I got somebody that want to meet you. Like, you should talk to this person because he look like this. Like, he for you. Girl, why did she do that? Because she lied. She lied. Y'all, I got my sangria in my hand, and this shit is so good. But anyway, so, boom, she, like, shows me his picture or whatever, and I'm like, ooh, he is fine. Like, he is really fine. So, Again, I'm just like, you know, okay, bet, like, set it up. So, she then proceeds to tell me, like, oh, but he in jail. And I'm like, well, excuse me, not jail, not jail, not jail. He in prison. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. So, I'm like, like, what, so what does that mean? Like, (laughs) what does that mean? Like, does that mean, like, we... Like, we get to talk, like, he got to call me, collect, like, how does that work? Do I got to pay for these calls? Like, how does that necessarily work, girl? Like, I don't understand. She's like, oh, girl, they got a cell phone in prison. <laughs> like, they got a cell phone in prison. Like, my dude be calling me from the cell phone. They be sharing the cell phone. So I'm like, okay, like, okay, like, they be sharing the cell phone. Like, in my mind, it's never dawning on me none of the, like, bullshit that I'm about to go through so I'm just like okay like bet like they got a cell phone in prison like and he he looked good like (laughs) that was was literally my thought y'all like I'm just like okay boom like he in prison he looked good like he got dreads like he got pretty ass eyes like I'm about to this is about to be my husband like my life is in shambles because my parents not together and I ain't got nobody to explain under this to about what's going on with my life. Like, this is a traumatic event for me. Like, I, this is, my dad is literally not going to be in my life, right? Um, my dad had been in my life for years at that point. At that point, um, my stepdad, um, I had known him since I was five. So technically that was the only dad that I, I knew. So boom. Um, me and 
jail jail meet start talking you know we start we on the phone our first night on the phone or whatever he spitting game i'm talking about top of the line you know how to be like top of the morning top of the top of the line game like just spitting game to me and at the time of course like me being me or me being in the space that i was at that time i didn't realize the word or the game that he was spitting right so i'm infatuated i'm like oh my god he ain't like nobody i ever dated before he different like he oh my god da, da, da. girl a mess a fucking mess so you know we talking or whatever and at that point in my life i'm back home I'm working two jobs because my mom, the agreement between me, my mom, and my cousin was we paid a light bill, right? And she paid a mortgage. Boom. Bang. No problem. We got it. Light bill. Nothing. We, we ain't really using lights like that anyway. So, boom. Um, Me and my cousin Chinks, we staying in, in there, you know, like, and I'm on the phone or we taking turns, you know talking to our dudes that's in jail like she worked i work like i'm working at olive garden and mcdonald's paying a fucking light bill y'all and and the rest of my bills right and she working where she was working but you know we 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 making it happen so one day like i think we ended up like not paying the light bill or whatever and the lights didn't get cut off but my mom was like, y'all didn't pay me the money for the light bill, right? And I'm just like, girl, the light bill can't be that much. Like, you can't pay for it? Like, why is that such a big deal? Like, you can't pay for it and we pay you back? Like, and she just, my mom just went off. Like, she was just like, no, 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 like, no. That wasn't the agreement, right? So we just like, okay, so what we going to do? So my mom was like, well, if y'all can't pay the light bill, then y'all got to move out. So I am in shambles at this point because I'm just like, what in the world? Like, girl, what? Like, we can't pay a light bill and you just going to kick us out like that? Like, why you can't pay the light bill and we just pay you back? Girl, she was like, no. So we ended up having to move out of the house and I ended up having to move with my mom, right? So I move with my mom and that is a disaster from hell. And this is why I say trauma makes us do some of the craziest things or traumatic experiences in our life makes us do some of the most craziest things, right? So I'm living with my mom and in the course of these two years that I'm living with my mom, um, we move almost like four times, right? My mom's dating, dating this guy and one day, um, I'm in my room and I had just got out the shower and I ended up, you know, putting my clothes on and everything like that. But I got on some, you know, I got on some little, some little volleyball shorts. If you ever played that volleyball, you know what those shorts are like. Or if you've ever seen volleyball, you know what those shorts are like, right? But I mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm only 20 at the time. So I'm like, nobody's really looking at me or, you know what I'm saying? Like it never, it just never dawned on me, you know, like, yeah, I'm grown, but I'm not really fucking grown, right? So one night he comes into my room that I have, which is on the opposite side of the house, right? 
and um, I'm in my room and I'm sitting on my bed and my cousin is there with me and we are not drunk but we like you know buzz or whatever like we had had like a couple of black and miles and like a beer or something like that like not even intoxicated girl but um yeah he comes into the house or whatever or he comes into my room excuse me and he just like can I talk to you for a minute and I'm just like yeah what's up like mind you my cousin is in the room too so my cousin is literally like not sleep but she like laying down so her back is like not to him so he don't know if she's sleep or not but anyway he's like yeah um you better than your mama and I'm like what 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 like the millions what so I'm like what He's like, yeah, like if um, how did he word it? I'm, I want to say it exactly how he said it, so y'all can feel how I feel. But he basically like, um, you better than your mama, like you smarter than your mama. Um, if if the tables was turned, I would basically, basically what he said is basically if the tables were turned and you was my age and I was older and you was old enough for me to date you, I would date you. And I'm just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. You gotta be motherfucking lying. Like, this is not happening to me in my life right now. Like, this is not, no, like, this is not, mind you, I'm just like, what? Like, oh no. And I didn't know, I didn't know what to say back to him. So I'm just like, oh, okay. And mind you, I know that he's, he's drunk at this point because I've been around this person long enough to know, like, you get drunk on these days or you drink consecutively or consistently every day or on these days. And especially when you off of work, you drink like I know that. So I'm just like, oh, OK. And then he like says some other little like sideways comments or whatever. And then he like goes out of my room. So I tap my cousin because I'm thinking that she's I'm thinking she's asleep. She is not asleep. So she heard everything, and I'm just like, did you hear that? And she was like, yeah, like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Is he crazy? And I'm like, obviously he is crazy because he don't know who my mama is. So I'm just like, boom. That's crazy. And I'm just like, I got to get out of here. Like, I got to figure out a way to get up out of here by the mall. Like, I got to figure out a way to get up out of here. So, boom, I'm like, you know what? Like, what options do I have? to help me be able to leave this situation and be okay, right? I didn't have no money saved to go get no apartment. I definitely didn't have no credit at the time to establish, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you got to make two, three times the fucking rent in order to live at this place, right? I didn't have it. I, I didn't. I didn't have it. I didn't have it saved. I was still talking to somebody that was in prison, so... I didn't have it. Your girl didn't have it. So I'm just like, damn, like, what am I, what am I going to do? Like, what, what options do I have? So I ended up going to the recruiting station one day after getting off of work and having a long day of class. And I'm just like, what's my options? Like, what's my options? Tell me what I need to do in order for me to leave, right? And the recruiter was basically like, these are your options on what you can do. And you have to do X, Y, and Z before you can go, right? You got to take your ass bath. You got to do all this paperwork. 
all these like pictures and maps and all that stuff. And we'll get into that, you know, in a later episode. But I'm just like, okay, like, okay. So I call my aunt and my aunt is like, don't sign shit. Like, don't sign anything until you know for sure and you talk to me about what it is you want to do and what you want out of this because the army is not what you think it is. And I'm just like, how bad can it be? Like, girl, it can't be that bad. Like, you survived it. Like, I don't understand. So I didn't. I left and I kept working. Um, I kept working these two jobs and going to school. And I kept talking to this toxic ass man. Like, I kept doing it. So, you know, I just I, I felt like at that time in my life, I felt like, you know, I can't be here or I can't live here and have to constantly feel like I got to look over my shoulder because I think that this man is going to sneak in my room one night or I think he going to, you know, say say some some bullshit to my mama about me trying to come on to him when it was really the other way around, you know. So I never told my mom that until later on on in life. Um, I didn't want to tell her that because I never wanted her to feel like I was trying to come on to him. So, you know, that that kind of was a decision that I made based off of that traumatic experience. I felt like I made that choice to join the Army because I was working two jobs and going to school and my home situation wasn't ideal, right? Um, we tend to do that with a lot of situations and a lot of our life experiences. We tend to make um, impulsive decisions that later on has consequences in our lives. And I feel like my choice to join the army had later consequences um, as I got ready to, as I got ready to progress or as I got ready to keep going in the army or after I got ready to leave for the army, um, the army gave me more, more traumatic experiences and more impulsive decisions and more ways to make these impulsive decisions and do certain things that if I would have taken a step back and really sat down, if I would have taken a step back and really sat and really thought about those decisions that I was making or really thought about everything that was going on in my life, um, I probably wouldn't have made some of the decisions that I made. I probably would have went back to North Carolina Central and continued on with my education and then maybe then joined the army after I got my nursing license or, you know, RN license rather. And kind of like thought about my choices. Like we just make some life choices that we later have to pay for um, in the long run. Like we have to pay for so many different choices that we make. Um, and I live and I live and I'll say I'll die by this quote. The choices you make today can affect your tomorrow um, because that rings true in my life or the choices that I've made thus far. Um, I will say that I'm going to wrap it up and I'll tell you guys to tune in to the next episode on the later you know, the later part of me joining the army and um, experiencing those traumatic events um, in relation to me 
figuring like, hey, the army is the choice, right? Like the army is the choice for me to leave leave this life that I know and have something better. And then later realizing that this is something traumatic as well. So like and subscribe to my podcast. You can also follow me on all my social media and I'll post those links somewhere or give you guys those links um, in the next episode. Dive in life. Shea Butter out.